A word from our sponsor, Von Seger Designs is a small Nebraska custom woodworking business making hand-burned customized wood pieces to be a statement in any room. Working with clients every step of the way, from hand-selecting the wood to customizing the design Von Segrin Designs, makes the process as smooth as possible. Specializing in items from themed bar carts and tables to cutting boards and signs so that you can show your team pride all year round. Show your Husker support in a unique and functional way. When you work with Von Segrin Designs, you support small businesses throughout the region. Allow Von Segrin Design to create a custom, fresh, hand-burned piece wood for your home or business. You can link up with them at V-O-N-S-E-G-G-E-R-D-N-E-S-I-1 and at V-O-N-S-E-G-G-E-R-N underscore designs. So check them out on Facebook and Twitter and uh, Instagram as well. Uh, go Big Red, and uh, let's start the podcast. to throw down toward the goal line going up ball tipped in the yes. touchdown Gordon Westerkamp Nebraska wins the game on the final play of the contest oh baby far side back to throw is Martinez not being chased throws it out a flat Burkhead makes a catch sets a tackle 25-20 Rex Burkhead touchdown Nebraska I got Zach here, joined by Fitz. Fitz, what's up, brother? How we doing? Not much. How are you doing? You know, I am here on a nice 75-degree day or 70 or whatever it is, and um, my dog's trying to bite my feet, so I guess everything's okay in my world. Hey, it sounds like every Sunday we were together, so yeah, that's minus about, the weather. Yeah, the weather you know, the, the dogs, yeah. Yeah, the weather never <laughs> uh, works with us. The dogs also never work with us. But um pretty excited to be joined by Priscilla Joseph tonight. Priscilla, what's up? Hey, thanks for having me back, y'all. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, we're just happy Thank you're you. not sick of us. <laughs> no, y'all are a good time. <laughs> I mean, you got to deal with us on Twitter, and then you got to deal with us on podcasts. So, I mean, yeah, uh, we're just surprised you're not sick of us at this point. <laughs> I was hoping I'd run into you guys ye- yesterday, but I wasn't really like wandering around too much. I was kind of taking it all in. <laughs> yeah, that's an Zach experience our, down there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Zach was our lone representative at the uh, spring game. So if uh, any any negativity, any complaints go directly to his department. <laughs> I was on my I best behavior. <laughs> for once i was on my best behavior me and the wife went down there i made a couple stop or i made a stop at machachos and oh my god the burrito was like the size of my head it was huge and i got surprised with some uh 
frou-frou sparkly pink drink that I had no idea had alcohol in it. And spoiler, it had a little alcohol in it. Um, but oh my God, it was so delicious. That was, that was my experience yesterday. So that's my journey well, I took you guys on. You didn't get a run into Priscilla, so we won't, we can't even count that. Um, I think I have an idea, but I'm gonna go ahead and ask, what was the uh, highlight of your day being down at the spring game yesterday, uh, Zach? Uh, I, I was just happy to be in the stadium again. It was absolutely perfect. Um, I will say I was in the first row at the 50 yard line and I couldn't see shit over the linemen. So that proves how short I am. Did you get to meet anyone that you were fairly excited to meet? Come on now. Am I going to spoon feed you this answer? <laughs> oh, you're talking Cam Taylor Britt when I took there a picture with go. him, my new best friend. There you go. Yeah. What can I say? We're, we're boys now. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> he was there. I took advantage of it. I let I let the little kids go first. BFF. <laughs> I I got friends in high places. What can I say? What did you uh, What did you think, Priscilla? Did you uh, Were you down on the field area at all, or were you up in the suites? Where did you get a Where was your point of view from? Um, we sat. Um, I think it was on the fifty yard line. Um, but we were up. I think like 50 row 15 16 like that um we had a good view of it um I prefer a little bit higher like to see it all you know but it was a good view I like it um and then after the game um we got to go on the field so that was nice and then we went through the tunnel on the way out so that was an experience too I think everyone got disappointed once we started coming through they're like oh okay (laughs) the family (laughs) family and stuff so but no it was a sea of red (laughs) i've never seen so much red in my entire life yeah when you run out it's just kind of like a wall that you see and you're like holy crap and you can't believe that there's fifty thousand people there for a legitimate practice 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 like i literally i did not believe like at first, Mickey's like, yeah, there's going to be like 30,000, 40,000 people. I'm like, for the spring game? <laughs> like, they, it's not like a game. Y'all are just like practicing. And he's like, yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> this is a real deal. <laughs> so it was it was fun. Like, everyone was into it. They were, in, and it was beautiful out yesterday. So it made it even better. <laughs> Yeah, we had to take advantage of that. I think it was like 70 degrees, a little bit of wind. Oh, it was absolutely beautiful down there in the stadium. I think people started showing up more like they're like, oh, no, we're going now because it's a beautiful day. So, Well, there was, were a bunch of people nice. that were like, oh, well, you know, I wasn't going to go. And then last minute, I'm like, I'm going. I'm going to drink the Kool-Aid again. I'm like, yeah, there you go. Drink the Kool-Aid again. <laughs> Got to drink it. Yeah. I know. I think... Um, from a fan perspective, like, uh, well, especially being on Twitter, I guess today, like everybody, I don't really know what, the, like, what y'all expect because when it's practice, right? So it's funny for me now to like be on Twitter and everyone's like, well, like we didn't see anything. Like, well, it looked exactly the same. Like, you no, know, and I'm like, okay. Would you like to see a live game within a team dynamic and then someone get hurt and then they're out for the season 
or it's like, and then it's televised. So then it's like, you're already trying to keep, the teams are always trying to like keep a secret, you know, as to what they're going to go through during the season. So it's just like trying to coordinate as minimal as what they're really going to do during the season. And it's just funny to me to see like on Twitter, they're like, oh, well, you know, just all the judgment and it's like, cool, but don't judge that as far as like what the season's going to look like. Cause Mickey, you know, Mickey comes home and we talk about it and he's just like, you know, saying certain things. And I'm like, okay, so, and I'll, I'll ask him like, okay, is this like a green light? We're going to have a good season or like we're yellow and we're like, um, we got work to do <laughs> or red. And it's going to be like a terrible season. Never gotten a red light. Um, I think we're right at yellow right now where it's, he feels confident where we're going to have a great season. Um, but still trying to get that chemistry is the biggest thing. So. Well, and with the amount of just the transfers in and out over these la- last year, this year, and it's not going to change. That's, it's going to be, you know, everybody talks about it. it's the free agency now in, in college football that, that what you just said is the chemistry, the getting to know each other, the comfortability with, with other players, that's going to take the longest part. And again, would they have 15 practices over these last however many weeks, four or five, you know, five weeks with the spring break mixed in there. My, my sense of it. And, you know, I'm, I'll, and I'll talk with everybody and, and say that I want things to go what, but we all complain because we don't get to see practices all spring long. And then when they get to see the practice, in turn, what do they do? Complain about it. So it's, it's, it's yeah. like, you know what there, but the, there's still enough overwhelming support out there that says, Hey, it was great to be back in the stadium, you know? And then you've got yes. Trev Alberts, you've got, it's, it's more than just the fans. Cause there's recruiting. There's no, there's Nebraska ball recruiting. There's women's basketball. Rec- I mean, just so many things that are going on and, and building of the new uh, center and you know, all these things that it's like, okay, that's just that game. Honestly, is like, one-tenth of really what's happening over the course of the weekend so I don't know it's yeah. it cra- it cracks me up but yeah what are you gonna do yeah. well yeah like I said you don't want to get anyone injured <laughs> you don't want to put anything out there it's 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 a brand new offense with brand new players in it I would prefer Northwestern to not know what the first five snaps are going to be based on a spring game so I, I I'm, I'm good with vanilla plus you pay ten dollars for the damn game shut the hell up it's it's not that big of a deal it's a ten dollar game for practice yeah it's a great family outing <laughs> yeah i mean i can't tell you how many kids i've seen there <laughs> so compared oh at, at like lsu and they do their spring season do they have are there more open practices during the the whole time do they have a final uh scrimmage that's open like this what what's that like compared to what nebraska does so um I think it's pretty much the same, you know, they have like, um, I don't know, it's like open practices. Cause I mean, coach O would allow the parents to come in. We, I mean, we're always, cause even here we're allowed to go to practices. Um, well, I don't know practices, but cause that's during the week, but like, we'll go to the practice scrimmages on Saturday and I'll take the kids, but we've been, my little one is doing two sports. She's been volleyball and soccer. So we've, been hit twice on Saturdays we'll go from 
ball to soccer. So now we don't get, we, this um, spring ball, we didn't get to go do, I think we went to one and it was, I mean, like ice. So we weren't there very long. <laughs> um, little man does not a fan of the cold at all. So we were in and out. So I didn't get to really see very much. And then um, they did, they were in the indoor and at LSU, they, on Saturdays, they did it in the stadium every Saturday. So you were able to kind of just sit and really watch where um, when the day that we went, it was in the indoor, they have like the upper seating, but they also had a bunch of recruits in town. And, and that's the thing that I don't know if people understand that, um, like you said, like with the spring game, it's, there's so much, like it's the, the game, but there's like thousand other things going on, like recruiting, like that's the biggest event of the season for it. Like for, you know, for us, but you're, you have all these kids, like you invite everybody like, Hey, come in. So you get like a glimpse of what, what it's going to be like. Um, but your main focus is them. And, um, you know, like coaches are like, we got to go do the spring game, but at the same time, they're still trying to prepare for the recruits, meeting the families, you know, talking business, all that good stuff. So it, it's, it's a full plate. Well, I mean, you've seen it this weekend with all the kids that were in town. I think it was, I don't know, it, it looked like 40-plus recruits were, were there for the spring game, which which is huge. And like you said, coaches have that tough job where they got to balance being a coach, but they also got to be the recruiter at the same time. And during like a spring game when everyone's expecting to see a, a team's improve over 14 practices, yeah, we'd love to see them you know, dead on, but – these coaches got a lot going on right now. I, I mean, I honestly think they looked on defense pretty similar to last year. Offense, yeah, they're not crisp yet, but it goes to that, you know, that um, camaraderie that they've got to build up. It's it's kind of what Mickey said. Yeah, it's, it's a yellow light now, but when they build that confidence, I think that's going to be a dangerous offense. Yeah. Which I yeah. would love to yeah, see yeah, them, fine. you know, with, under Joseph with with what he's done with those receivers. I mean, I think we could really see those guys blossom, which would be really cool to see. Yeah, I got to talk to Trey uh, real quick. I just I was talking to him and telling him how, I mean, I don't like you guys. You guys get to see like Trey, and we've known Trey and. Trey, like, how could it, Trey was like the most quiet kid. Like, he was full of personality, but like, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. You know, I bring them brownies, and that's like the most I'd ever see him talk because he would like run out of the room, go get a bowl of, like, literally a bowl of milk. I'm sure, there, I'm sure you guys have cups in. He would literally find a bowl, fill it up with milk so that he could eat it with his brownies. Um, (laughs) This is like the tray I've been waiting to say. I've never seen him more comfortable in his skin. So you know what? You guys enjoy tray because this is the tray I've been dying to see since he was in high school. (laughs) So I just wanted to let you guys know that you guys are getting the real most comfortable as true as Trey that I've been dying to see for the last six years. 
Well, and I think if that that personality comes out on the field and you've got what seems to be a very charismatic, confident um, player in Casey Thompson, you've got some running backs that hit, carry themselves with, and it's not it's not an ego or anything. It's just an, a confidence. And if that starts to trickle down in other places and, you know, the, the fact that, you know, we've talked about us fixing basketball, we've talked about us fixing baseball, which we unfortunately have not done, but we did have Brian Buscini on and he, what he knock a 70 yarder the other day. So, um, you know, I, I figure maybe it's just, we need to get one of those other guys on and they win the Heisman. I'm not sure. It's, I think it's us. I don't know what, <laughs> can't be the coaches and it can't be their skill and ability and athleticism. So it's got it. We got to come back to us. <laughs> um, you mentioned earlier, you were on Twitter quite a bit yesterday, kind of following up on the spring game. And then we were able to catch you. Oh, maybe last week, seven to 10 days ago. And you just talked about uh, kind of how you were feeling. How, how are you feeling? Um, how's, how's everything going on a personal level with your I... health? I finally got in to see a specialist that I've been waiting since we got here. Um, so I gotten answers. Um, I am now on a treatment plan and um, Saturday was the first day I had woken up without just pain. So thank God it was Saturday because it was a long day on Saturday, but um, it, I'm getting there. It's, I know it's going to be a lot of changes health wise um, and just a long road to just figure out, figuring out my new norm. And it just, it took a toll on my mental health because I'm not that I'm like the sole provider, but like for my kids on a day-to-day basis, I take care of them on a daily. And when you're asking your seven year to like, help dress you, it messes with you mentally. And I was not in the best mental state to just like be out there and, you know, even just open the app, like, you know, cause when I'm on there, you guys just have taken me in and just, you guys, it's been fun for me and you guys are just so positive. And so when I came out, I mean, um, I was telling one of my friends, like, just how I felt like I had just lifted a weight off of my shoulder because I was just like, okay, now they know, like, why I've been MIA, you know, and um, just the support that you guys gave back. I mean, it really, I, I was telling her that I was like, almost like, I was probably in tears, not in tears, <laughs> but it is, it's nice to know that there's other people going through it. So um, I'm working on a couple of different things, um, to kind of just put out there and, um, there's some big things coming soon. So <laughs> I'm excited for the future. Well, I am personally, and I, I, I know I can speak for a lot of people, just, you know, the small, small group of people that, that I interact with, but you see everything that they are, you know, they're praying for you and they are, you know, thinking of you and your family, but you've got, the, the support of the state, you've got the support. And I know it's not just us. There are people, obviously at LSU, there are people at, you know, everywhere that want you to make sure that you are healthy and you are getting, getting what you need. And that mental side of it, 
And that's just, you know, love and hugs and, and hand, you know, just a pat on the back, you know, whatever it is. And, yes. and Husker Nation is there for you. That is, that is 100% certain. So, but I'm glad to hear that it's, that you're in a place right now that, you know, you have, you're getting that plan and you are, you know, piecing it together as best you can. So. Yes. Thank you guys for asking. <laughs> well, we were all ner- nervous and worried. We're like, where the hell is Priscilla at? No one's talked to her in like two weeks. Where is she at? And then uh, and then when it came out, we're like, oh, shit, that's where she's at. Okay, well, you know, at least, at least we know where she is now, and now we can do whatever we can to kind of help her out. Or That's that's the beauty yeah. of Twitter is it's crazy the cross, you know, the past you crossed was, you know, with people that have the same kind of thing going on, and you're like, well, how'd you deal with it? And they can help out quite a bit when you make the right connections, honestly. Absolutely, yes. So Luckily, I think I'm, I have one of the best here in Lincoln, so she's going to take good care of me and make sure that we continue to get this under control. So, awesome. Just, well, that you know that's fantastic. what we're. That's what yeah. You know, that's that's the beauty of uh, modern medicine is there's people a lot smarter than all three of us in this room. So <laughs> that's what they're there for it is to kind of help it all out and everything. But. Um, you know, we know you got to get going tonight. Um, we can, we appreciate you taking the time to speak with us and everything. Um, Fitz, do you got anything else for Priscilla before we let her take off? Well, I wanted to show her this. We talked um, on our when she helped us usher in the Church of the Corn, opened the doors and and, and started. But I've got a um, I don't know if you can see that. It's a king cake. Oh my God! <laughs> so it's uh, it's from I'm gonna I'm gonna steal something, but we're gonna it's from Infusion. And I'm thinking more, the more I talk about it, maybe they'll sponsor us, but um, it's really, really damn good. And there's, and you probably know more about king cake. We already had this conversation, but the the, the cinnamon, almost kind of a nutmeg flavor mixed in with the mm-hmm. blonde, it really does taste like you're drinking cake. I was and just going to ask you, was it, is it a blonde? Cause I mean, that would make most sense, but yeah, it, that yep. sounds good <laughs> yeah it's really it's it's really good but they're their vanilla that up. <laughs> yeah their vanilla bean base is just so they do so many things with it but uh my buddy my buddy knew we had talked about this and he bought some and he he said here you got to try it before it's gone so um yeah so anyway I, I thought of you and I'm like oh I'm gonna drink it tonight awesome thanks for sharing oh, my gosh know. thanks guys so much for having me on I can't wait so season actually gets here and then we'll have to actually like tailgate together. <laughs> yes. We'll have to figure that out because there's plenty of great tailgates down there. So we're going to see who will take us all in and be ready for a rowdy crowd. Right. Definitely. But, we, know, we know people in high places, i.e. you. So we're, uh, we're on our, we're on our way. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Well, we'll definitely figure it out. So Priscilla, thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, we look forward to maybe having you on again, if you're not sick of us yet and, uh, <laughs> we'll keep, we'll keep it going from here on out. Sounds good. Thank you guys. Have a good night. All right. Perfect. Thanks Priscilla. Priscilla. Uh, kind of breaking down her, um, interpretation of the spring game, how much fun she had, all that kind of good stuff. Um, one player that she brought up, and I, I should mention, joined by Fitz here. Drake is out uh, this week, so it's just me and Fitz. So we're going to talk some spring game stuff. Fitz, you you're ready to go? I am ready, and I just I do want to clarify because I, I know I feel like I've pi- kind of piled on a little bit. Um, sports law lust um come other things trying you know we weren't he's not fired he's still with us he just had some other commitments so 
I don't want, you know, people lining up. He's on the bubble at best. Dropping resumes to our HR department. We just, let's just, we're good. We're good. <laughs> no. Yeah. So yeah, I know you were down there. You, uh, you had some great seats. We saw some great pictures. What, uh, what were your perceptions of the, uh, of the game national championship times two, or we, is that we just pump the brakes a little bit? I don't know how many national championships and Heisman's you could win in one off season, but, um, I think what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to say it's only going to be one national championship and two Heisman's this year. Which would be the, it wouldn't obviously be the first national championship. It'd be the sixth, but it would be the first time where two Heisman award winners and, you know, from the same team. So that would be, that would be, uh, it'll be impressive to say the least. That's me saying I'm cautiously optimistic on what we're going to see this, uh, this, this, fall coming up i guess or summer everything and going into it well and isn't isn't that all you isn't that all we can be we have to be realistic that this were this was 15 practices um there's guys that had planned um treatments and surgeries after the season so they're out it gives it gives guys good reps you know it gives other players an opportunity to step forward um and, and as Priscilla, you know, mentioned too, the spring game, it's, it's, yeah, it's for the fans, but it still is practice and it's, but it's a great way to, to, you know, create an environment recruits and all that other stuff. So um, who uh, let's get back to what you were talking about though. You, who did uh, Priscilla mention that we are both very excited about? So Priscilla mentioned someone that she's familiar with from her time at LSU, um, Trey Palmer, the transfer, um, Obviously, we heard nothing but good things from Mickey, uh, Whipple, Frost. Everyone said nothing about good things with this kid um, and his versatility and just the kind of freak athlete he was down at LSU. Obviously, he played special teams as well as wide receiver, um, and he's a multi-talented kid. And, you know, on Saturday, he kind of showed you some of what he can do. Um, It's still rusty, obviously, the offense being installed. But how the hell do we know what what we're going to see? Is that the offense or even a – portion of it that we saw Saturday well and yeah they're not gonna they're not gonna show us everything but we we, looking at other players and watching plays you can't whether they're tackling whether they're you know it's in thud if it's two-hand touch if it's if they put flags on and played that game or if it was even part of it for a quarter which comes to mind I wouldn't mind seeing just full-on 7v7 um, style out there with those skill position players for give me 15 minutes of that. I don't, I don't think that would be a bad thing, but their athleticism, their ability of what they're doing, still reading it, being in the, you know, stuff like that. That's, we got to take that into account. Um, but, you know, I think Palmer has come in and kind of asserted himself. And I wonder if now with NIL, um, we saw that he just got, um, an, an opportunity to do some NFT work with um, NFT limit with the uh, uh, ABT or ABM, I'm sorry, with Nebraska and doing all of that, that they almost have to kind of speculate. They've got to look at this and predict, okay, who are going to be the guys? Who are we going to give these opportunities to that are going to be beneficial for everyone? And he's one of them. And, you know, he's taking pictures with his car. He's selling his merchandise, I think. And she mentioned it, his personality is starting to come out, which she has been waiting for since high school. And that is, does that bode well for Nebraska? Probably we get that. I mean, look at, look at Samari Torrey. He came in and he kind of asserted himself and, and now look what's happening. So 
um, yeah, I'm, he is one that I'm definitely excited to track, um, kind of see that progression, see the continuity with, with, uh, with Thompson, with Smothers, all those guys, and uh, see how it goes. Well, I, I kind of almost feel like that he is Trey Palmer is the um, it's almost kind of like the Wandell Robinson thing where he's a guy you can use all over the place. I know I shouldn't mention the name, but he's a guy <laughs> that I, I feel like Nebraska can finally utilize right where you're not going to put him at running back. Yeah, you may motion him into the backfield, but let him play receiver 90 percent of the time. Maybe motion him into the backfield 10% of the time and then just move him all over the field. Let him be the weapon that he is. Well, and it's, and I'm not, I don't, it's a different conversation, but that movement was created by Xavier Betts stepping away and leaving the team. And we saw some of those, some of those pop passes to him, those fly sweeps, those jet sweep, jet sweeps. And if Palmer is in, you know, there's a difference between lining up in the backfield 17, 18 times a game for him, but getting him into open space, trying to get that edge and let him just do his thing wouldn't no would not be a, a bad thing. And if there's other weapons around him that have developed, you know, we know Omar Manning um, sounds like Oliver Martin is healthy again. Um, and that's somebody that uh, coach Joseph has really talked about um, just his precision in the routes and his um, you know, doing those kind of the, the little things, but yet still at times being able to, to get deep um, and, you know, it'll be that, that, that's the cool thing for me, just seeing how, where these guys are going to fit, but maybe not having that one permanent role. And then, uh, Alante Brown's name came up quite a bit just in the last couple of weeks as well. So those, I, I guess those four, um, did you get a chance to see Alante Brown do, do much yesterday? Was he, um, cause it, like, you know, you talk about who's getting targets and who's getting opportunities, you know, I don't, I'm just curious if Elante Brown had his share. Cause I know like AJ Rollins did in the tight end game. Well, we know why there's three or four, four of the guys are gone and not gone Four of the guys are out right now, getting healthy, um, taking care of things. And so you step up and you, you, you do your best. Yeah. Between, you know, your Fedoni, your Vokalek, your, um, uh, Brewington, you know, you've got mm-hmm. those guys out. So I think you've got, uh, Bowicker, I think his name is, uh, 49, yeah, yeah. I believe, who, who had some great catches yesterday. That dude, he, he, he showed that he can find a spot on the field. Um, we didn't see a whole lot as far as attacking downfield um, from the wide receiver position. Um, re- realistically, the starting offense, I think, maybe played four drives or three drives. Um, Thompson looked somewhat settled back there, but you know, I think that's part of what they wanted to show is that these quarterbacks will be confident behind that line. Um, I do think Ryle is going to have a lot of work ahead of him. Uh, it, it's not like he's lacking talented kids, but I think he's going to have his work ahead of him uh, just kind of on what we've seen the last couple of years. It's not a talent issue. It's a kind of between the years issue. Um, I, I think a technical coach is what was needed. And Ryle is that guy to be able to fix the problems that they've had, you know, being off balance, uh, hand placement, foot footwork, kind of things like that. I think that's the issue that's plagued the Nebraska offensive line the last few years. Well, and I think, tying into that if if a lot of what they're being asked to do is just to get out and go forward and not just stand somebody up and not just you know hold the line versus create a new line of scrimmage there's less to think about 
They don't have to, you know, they're still, they're still athletic. You know, there's a, you know, Ben Hart, it's not, you know, he was, he was actively hard getting recruited by Notre Dame, Wisconsin schools like that. And they know what to do with offensive linemen. So it's there now Rayola's opportunity to get it out of him. And it seems like the trust is there. It seems like, you know, you want, he's the guy right now, you know, it's his show. He's got to do it. And from, you know, from everything we can hear from what we've been told, it sounds like the room is cohesive, the they're buying into what he's, what he's giving them. And, you know, they, they like, they like what they want to do. And plus, you know, it doesn't hurt when, you know, his brother is down there with his, with his nephew and he's got to run the damn ball hat on either. So, you know, there's a, there's a mentality there. Yeah, no, I seen that today when I uh, rewatched the game because I obviously went down there, but I wanted to rewatch it. Um, and yeah, it was kind of cool to see that. Um, it's always cool seeing the Riolas when they're when they're back down in Lincoln, just because those dudes were such a special part of Nebraska football and, and what what they um, what he was able to accomplish down there. And yeah, it doesn't hurt to have a kid that's the number one recruit in the country, an absolute baller. Um, I think he's 17 years old and he's also verified on Twitter. So good, good for him on that. He got that blue check mark somehow. That's just everybody's heads just are listening to this and they're like, Oh, I think I'll put my phone down for a while. Well, and, and, and wow. so that's the thing is, and I had no idea that was the case until someone put it on. I went, Point. I'm going to go ahead and have to check that now. And, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't know how Twitter works or anything like that because, people follow me for some fucking reason and i have no idea how twitter works well there's two parts of that i don't know how twitter works either and i don't know how why people follow you either so um you're not you're not I'm funny sometimes you are you 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 are, you are driving the ship you are you know you, you're keeping us afloat so it's a it's a it's a good thing drake and i are just writing your code so here. this is going to sink really quickly is what you're saying <laughs> Well, speaking We're of just, something really quick, because <laughs> I'm going to stop that sinking ship really fast, let's talk about our guy. Who am I talking about? Oh, there's so many. Um, I'm going to make it easy. Anthony Grant. Was, oh, I thought you... See, I was going to go Brian um, Boomshini because that's, you know, I've got this this fondness. I did yell that, by the but, way, as soon as he punted it. Uh, everyone was like, whoa, and all I could yell is, fucking Boomshini. <laughs> like the child that I am in the front row, and the lady next to me just gave me a death stare. Well, it it was it was long, obviously, and it was high, and it just it looked like a, a real punter. No, nothing else going on, but it just looked like how it's supposed to look, and sometimes that's, that's that can fix some things. It's almost like that. Yeah, that that's what that needs to look like. And every time he punted the ball, uh, he was punting into the wind. I mean, he handled all the punting duties. He he was he was smoking the ball pretty good. You can tell why he was an FCS All American. Um, you get those swirling winds though sometimes in the stadium, and you know you could tell if a few of those balls got caught in the in those winds. But Boom Sheeny is that that's going to be a dude that's going to flip that special teams this year. That that is awesome. Now I, I derailed I derailed you, so let me let's get back. Our man, Anthony Grant. Man, he's Dude's got he's impressive. Oh. It, it's I it, know, and we it, know what we know what everyone's gonna say. Well, they couldn't tackle him. What do we say though? You watch his feet, you watch his hips, their his vision, and then 
he's only he's only as fast as he is. And when he got down that sideline, you you know, that's what it that's what it is. And whether they could tackle or not, some of those things are going to translate. What do you what are your thoughts? Spoiler, they couldn't tackle him in junior college either. So, I mean, <laughs> he's he's a tremendous athlete. Um, you know, honestly when he's in pads, he doesn't look like the weight that he is, but man, he's he's just a he's a thick built kid and he's got hands, he's got feet, he's got that vision and and that's one thing that I think Grant as well as Ramirez both have who I've been on record, I think those are going to be your two starting running backs this year. They both have that vision where they can make that cutback and they're fast enough and quick enough to make it happen. They just got to trust their eyes and have that one cutback lane available to them and they're gone. Yeah, and that's and you and again, we're 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 talking what we what we've seen some some packaged highlights, uh some things from the game yesterday, but I think the comparison if you look, you know, body shape, body size, you put out, you know, Reggie Bush yesterday. And we're not we're not getting we're not going down that road, but it's just the fact that there's a similarity there. There's a similarity. And if that's what the similarity is, and that's going to be, that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. Not at all. And I mean, I, you know, obviously that's a lofty comparison to compare him to a number two NFL draft pick and a guy who won a Heisman trophy and two, two national championships, I think. Um, yeah, that's lofty expectations to compare him to, but just because I say he's a Reggie Bush type player doesn't mean he's Reggie Bush. There's been one Reggie Bush the entirety. Um, I think he can catch the ball. He can block. He can, he can hit inside and outside. He's a dynamic back that can do a little bit of everything. And I think that's, that'll take a lot of hits off Ramirez this year. Well, and I think you just touched on something that's important that maybe kind of gets overlooked the the idea of being able to block because we never saw that and I've talked about this candidly on the you know that we we didn't see the the rhythm getting set and you know a guy would get two or three plays guy would play a guy would get a hundred yards one week and then we didn't see him the next week if there's that guy that can can do it all run catch block everything then that's going to create some continuity and whether it's if it's if it's two or three guys that are doing that then you just keep pushing them out there. So that's what I'm. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, for, from what I've heard, um, I've talked to a few players in the running back room. Obviously, we all have. Um, and from from what I've heard, the the running back room, I don't want to say is sorting itself out, but with Apple White in there, there's a clear. Hey, here's what you got to do to get on the field. Here's what you need to do right. Here's what you're doing wrong. So like, he's going to coach your ass into the ground. It's the same thing with Mickey. He's going to run your ass into the ground, but he's going to love you like a father and rebuild you like a coach. Well, and that's, that's, and I don't care what anybody says. That's what those guys want. They want to be out on the field and they want to know what, what is going to get me out on the field. So tell me as it is, you know, I, you know, I know you've got my best interests in mind. So help me, help me, whatever that is. Is it being the starter? Is it playing and getting 25 snaps, 30 snaps a game? Is it, getting me ready for the next level, whatever that is, the trust is seems like the trust is there in a short amount of time, but he's, he's set the standard. Apple white knows it. Like you said, this is what you have to do. You do it. You're going to be good. And he wants a one, a one B one C he doesn't want one guy. And then trying to fill in in piece and in part and everything else. So 
it's uh that's that's something i'm looking forward to as well well something you brought up something you brought up i'm gonna switch gears here um to a player that nebraska had on campus this weekend and mathis from tcu um obviously next level has got is going to be important in his recruitment to where he goes honestly i feel like nebraska is the best spot for him everything that nebraska can offer from nil to getting to the next level well and it's the package is is already been presented well the package was presented before um you know they somebody went down to austin somebody went down there or not austin jesus he's in the midst between Texas and, and Nebraska. So, but down to uh, TCU and talked to him and showed him like, Hey, here's your, really, it's coming down to here's your earning potential. Um, yep. That's, so, that's what I heard as well. And yeah, why wouldn't you do it? But you know, and do, what, what is going to get you is playing in the big 10 against really good offensive lines that run primarily more NFL pro style um, systems and getting all those eyeballs on it and, you know, those types of things, or is it Texas playing in the big 12, you know, yeah, you're going to have some things, but, and, you know, and he was down there obviously before with TCU, but, and he was successful, but is there, is that what's going to catapult him or continue to bring him up, raise his, raise his level, um, push him up the draft board, whatever you want to say. And that that's where, you know, the video they put out for him just for him yesterday was, was pretty cool. You know, you get, you don't want, you don't want to, you know, put everything and push all your chips into there. But at the same time, you, you just, you hope that, you know, he's thinking the same way we are. Yeah. I think he's one you just go all in on, throw, throw, throw the bag at him and say, Hey, here's what we can offer you. I I guarantee he's going to get a six figure deal no matter where he goes, which I'm perfectly fine with that. I, he, he's going to be in the NFL next year anyway. Probably a top. Uh, I think it'll be a first round pick, honestly, with his skills and what he can do. He's just as as just a baller that can help change your defense. Um, and I feel like Nebraska needs to do whatever they can to get him. Like I said, I think it's it, it's going to come down to Nebraska taking him. I think, um, but it'll be tough to get him from from Texas. Texas is Gary Patterson there, um, his previous head coach, and he's got a lot of ties to Texas, so it, it'll be tough to get him out. But I think they do it. Well, like like a couple of people have said, it's a it, it's really a six month rental. And if that NLI package is NIL package is what we probably perceive it to be, you know, a place to live, something to drive, um, some some spending cash, if you will, or some investment money, um, whatever that is, getting prepared and coming in and working hard. But just the, you know, the opportunities, the facility, you know, everything, you know, he's got that. He does have a decision to make. He's gonna he's gonna go through and he'll play through December, January, train, and then. You know, he's he's done and that'll be it's it's the way that the game is going now, the recruiting side of it, the transfer portal, all of that. Um, so it'll be fun, you know, and we'll get we'll get our fair share. And, and you, hopefully this is another one of them, too. Yeah, that's what we're hoping for. So, I mean, I guess cross fingers and I'm, I'm going to be imagining we'll hear something within maybe the month or so, maybe within the next couple of weeks. I, I would imagine you, we'd hear something pretty quickly on the whole thing with him. So fast we can fast we can get him into camp and get them on the field really amen to that well perfect let's go ahead and tie this bad boy off uh fitz you got anything else for this evening brother no i am i am good it was a pleasure to uh to talk to priscilla early on it's uh it's nice to uh to see the fans out there getting everybody back in the stadium one more time 
um, like give these kids a break and then they'll, they'll hit summer and conditioning, strength training, weight room. And then, uh, you know, before we know it, they're going to be, uh, going to Ireland. So, and we'll all be, we'll all be excited for it. Yep. Let's get everyone healthy. Let's get everyone on the field. Um, yeah. And that's all we can do and hope for a healthy and healthy summer and healthy fall and 12 wins is, I guess that's what we're hoping for, right? Yeah. Why not? Why not? Well, yeah, I guess you can't go 15 and 0 without going 12 and 0. So, on that note, I'm going to end it for Zach. Uh, Fitz is here. And once again, we don't have Drake, so maybe we'll have him back in a couple weeks. Other than that, thanks for joining us, everybody. Have a good night. Members of the congregation, let's raise our Kool Aid filled glasses and drink to all the things that were, are, and forever will be Nebraska Cornhuskers. Go Big Red.